Welcome to Resilience of the Soul. I'm Shanae Elbert, entrepreneur, brand aid enthusiast, and mental health advocate. But most importantly, I'm a mom and a lover of God. This is just a podcast of me telling my story in hopes that it inspires those who are attracted to this space. If that's you, thank you for listening. Resilience of the Soul will be right back after this short break. Welcome back. (laughs) If you listen to last week's episode, you heard me talk about how life was living with my stepsisters. Yeah. So if you are, if you are back this week, thank you. Um, This week. I'm going to talk about co-parenting with the father of my child. So, if you're ready, let's get into it. So, I met the father of my child when I was 13 years old. In the beginning, it was your typical teenage flirtation, infatuation, Um, When I turned 14, I agreed to being his girlfriend. I didn't know it at the time, but his influence that he had, but his influence that he had on me was causing me to act out in different ways. Uh, He was the reason why I would skip school for the first time ever. He was the person that introduced me to cannabis at a young age. I couldn't really pin down why I was doing all of these rebellious behaviors for this guy at the time. But as I got older, I realized that he made me feel wanted. He paid attention to me and I thought (laughs) I thought I was in love. We were on and off until the summer I turned 18. Anaya's father cheated on me habitually throughout the time that we were on and off. Hence, that's why we were on and off. (laughs) But he never really was abusive to me uh, while we were on and off. And as we were teens, he never really um, called me out of my name or did any of those things. He just was a nasty cheater. So it was not until he found out that... uh, It wasn't until I was fed up. I was like, man, this man ain't going to do right. I'm going to go ahead and move on. And that's what I did. I started dating someone else. And I had cut off all communication with him. And he had found out from a mutual friend that I had started dating someone else. So he had our mutual, mutual friend convince me to talk to him. And once I spoke to him, he acted as though he wanted to come and apologize to me for our last disagreement. And I let him into my dad's house. And he began to ask me questions about the new guy that I was seeing. I answered all of his questions. But the more I answered, the more angry he became. He then pushed me into a wall, causing me to leave a huge hole behind. And I lied to my dad about what 
happened to the wall. I just told him I tripped on one of my computer chairs and I slid into the wall. Um, but that was to protect him because I knew, I knew my dad would not take me being abused well. So I hid it from him and I lied to him about what had happened. Um, so now at the time I was pregnant with Anaya, but I did not know. Um, I eventually pressed charges later that night while my dad was away from the house, but I later dropped charges against her father, um, closer to my due date because I started to feel guilty about what he had done to me. I continued in my new relationship and signs of me being pregnant began to surface. I took a pregnancy test and life as I knew it changed right then and there. I immediately let my new boyfriend know that I was pregnant, but it was not his because we had only been intimate um, two weeks prior uh, to me finding out that I was pregnant with Anaya. Anaya's father tried to reconcile things with me during my fourth month of pregnancy, but I found out that he was cheating again, so I left it at that. Anaya was born, and I was the only parent that was providing for our daughter financially. Um, Anaya's father's mom and grandmother would help out when they could, but I never really recalled her father ever having a job in the beginning phases of us raising our daughter. One day, I went to buy Anaya some shoes from Walmart. It was the only pair of shoes that I could afford at the time, and she needed some new shoes because she had just started walking. And he threw a fit. Now, keep in mind, this man is not working. <laughs> He's not working anywhere. And he threw a fit at the shoes that I had bought for our daughter. Uh, he was upset because they were not Jordans. <laughs> he slandered me and said that I was not a good mom and that I needed to step up my game on how we dressed our daughter. It was laughable. La I laugh at it now, but I was just so, I was so taken aback and so upset at the audacity that this man had because I didn't buy our kid Jordans. And he's not working. Make it make sense. <laughs> it don't make sense. <laughs> it does not make sense. So sometimes I just wish that I could just reach back to my younger self and just smack some sense into her. Because I truly lacked a spine and a backbone during that phase. I just really wish I could have said and done things a whole lot different. But that's not how time works. So anyways... Anytime I would attempt to start dating someone else, um, Anaya's father would become aggressive towards me or both me and the new guy that I was dating. And it was a, it would eventually either run, result in me having to stop talking to the guy or the guy just stopped talking to me. And it was really pestering. Um, so it, this pattern created unnecessary drama in our co-parenting situation. Um, during this time, I was going through the woes of trying to 
keep a stable home for an ANI and yeah it, this was just another added headache to be put on top of that so when birthdays would roll around for Anaya, I would always try to include him on any plans that I made for our daughter. Uh, but he would either not show up or when he did show up, he would create some sort of drama <laughs> at the party. I don't know what it was about. I don't know what it was. It was just like any time we would try to come together collectively, he would try to start some sort of drama. And it was just really, really petty. That's the best word that I can I can describe for it. But as Anaya got older, I tried limiting my interactions with her father as much as I possibly could because it was just it was just too much. And I tried to let him take initiative in him being active in her life. Um, I would only contact him if it was urgent or after I made plans for her birthday party. Um, on Anaya's seventh birthday, I had been in a relationship with my boyfriend turned husband for about a month. Uh, we had planned to go and celebrate Anaya's birthday at her favorite park. Her father called me on that day and asked if I could meet him at Toys R Us so that he can buy Anaya a gift for her birthday. So we get to the parking lot of the store and her father spotted my car and began to approach it. His demeanor, his demeanor, his demeanor changed once he made it to my car and recognized that my boyfriend was in the car being cautious i told my boyfriend to stay in the car so that anaya's dad would not try to do or say anything to him crazy because it was not the first time he caused a scene or did something strange and it didn't matter if it was anaya's birthday or not he just he was just crazy like that. So I was getting out of the car to go with Anaya into the store. He berated me and said that he didn't need me following him around the store, which I wasn't really following him. I was just trying to go and be with my daughter on her birthday and just experience a normal co-parenting that I felt like should have not resulted in the way, in, in, in the manner that it did. But, um, uh, <laughs> I was I was following them into the store. I ignored him berating me and I continued to go and catch up with Anaya because she had took off running with excitement into the store. So by the time I saw and spotted where Anaya had gone to, I was met with a haymaker to the face from my child's father. Um... He was attacking me in the parking lot of Toys R Us. I was so dazed and confused that I wasn't even able to fight back. Uh, towards the end of my attack, my boyfriend finally made it to the other side of the parking lot. Um, and if you all... So, if you all are not familiar with where the old Toys R Us is, it is located in Bossier, and I parked closest to the side where Texas Avenue is, and he parked closer to the side where the mall was. So, while I'm being attacked, and it felt like forever while I was being attacked, um, 
my boyfriend finally made it over to where we were and that's when the father of my kid stopped attacking me and he took off running (laughs) he took off running he thought that my boyfriend was coming to fight him um so he left and got back in his car quickly um he smashed my phone so I was not able to call the police right then and there before he left and then I used my boyfriend's call phone to call the police and I pressed charges against him after that incident I did not speak to him for six years um I was fed fed up at that point because I had tried on several different occasions to peacefully co-parent with this man and it just was not working he had some unresolved issues and feelings for me that were clearly clearly not resolved and I just did not want to put up with it anymore um so I did not speak to him for six years meaning no communication no calls no can I see my daughter nothing I just stopped talking to him because I felt like that at the time that was the best thing for me to do in order to protect myself. I know that sounds a bit extreme, but Anaya's father made it impossible to co-parent with him. It was toxic and at the moment, I at that moment <laughs> He allowed our daughter to witness me being attacked by him. And I know that I had to make drastic changes. uh, And I had to make changes in the way that I interacted with him. Before the attack, I was on, he was only involved when he wanted to be involved in Anaya's life. He never really came around or it wasn't really consistent. He never really volunteered to pick our daughter up or spend time with her. He wouldn't reach out to speak to her on a consistent basis. He also was not providing for her financially. So the cutoff at that point was easy for me because I was the only one taking care of our daughter. So like I said, the attack on me was the final straw. My boyfriend then turned husband uh, stepped up and became an active father figure in my daughter's life and I'm so thankful that he did that I'll forever be thankful um, for the presence that he provided for my daughter in her life uh when I made uh, <laughs> when Anaya made it to middle school I allowed her to spark the relationship up with her dad again and I was completely happy that I no longer needed to mediate that relationship with him and her uh toxic co-parenting i feel like it can be detrimental to not only the parents but the children involved and i want it better for my daughter yes every kid needs both of their parents in their lives but what is a parent to do when the other parent is mentally and emotionally abusive I feel like us as parents have a divine right to protect our kids from anything that is damaging or harmful to them, even if it is their parent. Um, I felt like I did 
the best thing that I knew what to do with cutting off communication from her father. Um, And now my daughter gets to experience her father for who he really is on her own terms. And I, I, I tried hard to protect her from the feelings of being let down and disappointed and all of that. But it's, I had to realize that it's not me that's doing it. I can't protect her from anything. And that, that experience has been one of the hardest things for me to watch her process her feelings and emotions when it comes to her having interactions with her biological father and being crushed when he doesn't show up to pick her up or those type of things it's hard for me to watch but it's also I don't want to say this is going to sound bad but it's almost almost a validation as to why I cut off communication with him for so long because he's not showing up as what I felt or feel like he should be. So yeah, that is my current co-parenting experience. Um, it's pretty much non-existent. Co-parenting is non-existent <laughs> for me now. But in the beginning phases, it was pure hell. And my heart goes out to any parent that is out there struggling now with a difficult parent. Um, trying to make things work and have both parents be involved actively. Um, And for anyone that is struggling with co-parenting, I encourage you to do what is best for not only you, but what do you feel is best for your kid? So yeah, that's that. And if you are still listening, thank you from the bottom of my heart for listening. I appreciate you because at the end of the day, all I ever really wanted was for someone to listen. If you made it this far, there is a Q&A at the end of this episode. I encourage you to leave a comment. Tell me what you think about this episode. And that's a wrap, folks. Until next time. You've been listening to Resilience of the Soul, the podcast. Please share, subscribe, rate, and review. Thank you for taking time out of your day to listen to my story. Until next time.